Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Triplicity, your favorite astral podcast where the gang, Deja, Jared, and Don chat about astrology things. And we're, today we're talking about Saturn and Pisces, which should be interesting. Uh, it's just upcoming transits starting on March 7th, 2023. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Saturn and Pisces. Woohoo. Oh, and also just a quick little, if you are interested, if you have a good thought a good talk think piece, uh, an essay on something that you'd love to chat with us about, please reach out to us via DM on social media, I guess. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And I'll also say if you have a rotted thought that you want us to make fun of you for publicly. If you, want to, if you want to get roasted by the three of us on an episode. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Gentle roasting, maybe. The, okay, but the thing about... Okay, I feel like the thing between a roast and, like, being mean to somebody, a roast is done out of, like, love. Like, it is yeah, someone like, that you like. Like, you all could make fun of me for so many things. <laughs> and I know that it would be, like, because we're besties and because, like, we spend so much... You just, like, know these things about me and can, like, roast yeah. me for them. I think that's the difference between just, like, being rude. Yeah, yeah, and I think also, like, a roast... Somebody who's being roasted is, like, in on the joke. Yeah. It's right. Like, like, it's not like you're <laughs> you're just, like, walking up to a stranger and being, like... That is the ugliest face. fucking What the fuck is going I've on with your seen. face? <laughs> <laughs> We could, we can do that if that's what you want. Yeah, if that's what you want. (laughs) Oh, I would feel bad. Have you guys ever seen the episode of The Office, the roast episode of The Office at all? When Michael, it was so bad because he like he he's like the like known in the show for not being able to take criticism, and like he got so emotional, he had to run off stage. It was so (laughs) fucking funny. Oh my god. And then I just watched, I just saw Pete Davidson um, a little bit on the Ann Coulter roast because somebody oh, yeah. was just like editing something like that on social. It was very funny. I, I think I That's saw the same song. like TikTok of Pete Davidson at the Ann Coulter yes. roast. Yes, like... it's hilarious. Oh my God, this show was so funny. It was actually the Justin Bieber roast, but Ann oh. Coulter was there. And so, like, uh, typically what they do in all of those roasts is that, like, they'll talk about everybody that's on the panel. Because, like, Martha Stewart was there, too. Right. Um, and. He said something love... about Kevin Hart, too. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I love Martha Stewart. She's the best. Like, I think more women should commit white collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Oh, we can totally edit this out. I just forgot to say this. Deja, the funniest fucking thing was your little rant about white women and white history or like women's history. Ah! Month. I watched it probably seven times. I was like, she is so correct. She is so she right. Is so right. Wow. I'm yelling. <laughs> no, this this can stay because I'm quite passionate about this month. <laughs> like it's just, it's just so I don't. It mm, 
it's just so interesting to me that it's like they it, they can't even wait until February is over. Like it's it's like it they just like, like start well, it's creeping like, to the surface. It's like everyone like, now being like Saturn and Pisces when it's mm-hmm. fully not there. I'm fucking weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to tie in yeah. another time. Well, all the corporations have to take down their Black History Month decorations and yes. put up their Women's History they, Month they decorations. Need they need a little <laughs> they need a little time. <laughs> and you know, February is just such a long month already so that long. we just take a few days at the end of it and add it to March, you know. Mm-hmm. No problem. No yeah. worries at all. Yeah, no, this shit just it just it annoys is. me. It's really it's just annoying because like they just show up so fucking hard for each other and it's just like so it it's it's so interesting to me and it's 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 really gross. Like I can't think of I can't see um like white women solid cuz it's it's specifically a white woman white hi- a women's history month thing that really bothers me it's pr- primarily that because they just and this is what i was like ranting about but they uphold so many oppressive institutions and they like they champion themselves on it and it's just so interesting to me and like this is historically true this is not even just like a like a personal feeling or <laughs> a personal vibe. observation no yeah. this is like historically the only re- like the women's uh, women suffrage movement and them getting the right to vote was because they were pissed that black men could do it before they could like come on i don't know so yeah. whatever i just i have a lot of uh even okay but that's a whole other topic i just black men and white women have a lot more in common in terms of wanting the same the same uh, uh, freedom to abuse and oppress other people as white men do. They're just mad that they have this one little thing that gets in the way of them being able to do that. So when they're actually able to like enforce these oppressions on other people, they're like, yeah! They take no opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a woman! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. Well, so. it's like It's like a similar trifecta of like white women black men and white gay men mm-hmm. of they're like we're almost there like yes. if it's yeah. just this one thing is different yeah. and it's like girl they don't like you yeah they don't like you yeah not at all like the well and like more than like you like they don't respect you yeah yeah like you like you are not one of them like nope. and they do not see you as nope. one of them like as much as you try like you they are never not will. that and they and they, and and they the way that the way that like these like you know white gays white women they like put these you know um like they take the opportunity to oppress other people when they get the opportunity it's like you are, will still be oppressed. Mm-hmm. Like the your oppressor will still take this opportunity every chance they get. Mm-hmm. Just you because you're just aiding them. Yeah, exactly. Just because you are um, like now have the power to do it too. You're not working against them with that power. <laughs> they think they are. Like they, they I, I know really they, think they, they really are. think they're like subverting the system, and it's like you really are not. You are the not system. at all. Yeah. Literally, it's wild. Man, mm. and I went to an all-girl school for fifth through twelfth grade. So Women's History Month was like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> mm. 
it's fucking wild oh my god and it definitely was not as important as black history month for sure oh definitely not they they put when we wanted to do a uh like black history of african-american studies course oh at agnes arwin i don't care you don't have to bleep that name out i fucking hate that place (laughs) they put us through so much to try to like make it a thing and i wasn't really a part of like the the my friend Sophia and there was another Deja actually this was really wild um but they like really put a lot of energy into like putting it all together and they were still like this isn't an F so that was hilarious but oh of course we had a uh I forgot there's probably some like woman thing but yeah they're obsessed with themselves it's quite hilarious Saturn Pisces sad tears sad sad clown sad sad tears of a clown I'm fucking weak. <laughs> Saturn in Pisces is like sad clown vibes. Yeah. Because like, doesn't, isn't that a thing that like Saturn, Saturn rules, rules clowns, clowns. clowns? Yeah. 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 Pisces is really like, I'm putting on my clown makeup, but then I paint a big tear on. <laughs> <laughs> this will be interesting. An interesting time yeah it's going from the i'm excited too i'm excited for like i'm excited for saturnians and i hope that this like frees us up a bit it makes us mm. feel a little bit better than what we have recently because i don't know i just feel like as an aquarius stellium holder um and capricorn on an angle i just i feel like for the past six years it has been like what the fuck are you doing turn it into something it needs to be here and it needs to be here for the rest of your life what you're doing now matters forever so i'm <laughs> i'm hoping that it feels less like that fingers crossed yeah we were talking yeah, about agree. we were talking earlier about how for us and for a lot of people that we know and are like friends of the show that this will be our first time really studying astrology while saturn is not in domicile yeah. Yeah, Saturn Saturn's domicile brought a lot of us into mm-hmm. especially in our like kind of circle like a lot of us brought us to like ancient astrology specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so like it it'll be interesting to see Saturn go into Pisces which has this kind of like Jupiter spiritual con- connotation to it um maybe kind of evolving further down that road of um like more ancient spiritualism kind of practices um because like astrology this might be a hot take i don't know (laughs) if astrology is a inherently mm, inherently spiritual i don't know if that's the right way to say it practice i feel like it is a natural practice that aids spiritual development hmm but I don't know if if because because it's not because it's something that's like physically measured, which is kind of where me personally was where I kind of like see the divider between things that are like of the spiritual realm and things that are of the physical world is like the ability to like really clearly measure them. Mm. That might just be like white supremacy institution that's telling me that's the only way to <laughs> to measure things, though. Hmm. I think if you're talking like mathematically, then like yes, for sure. I don't think there yeah. is another 
I would love to be challenged, but I don't think that there is another quote unquote spiritual belief system just to like lump it in there for a second that is mathematically based or as mathematically fundamental as astrology is. Yeah. 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 I just, I, uh, I like, and it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think you maybe can't do great astrology uh, without a solid spiritual practice. And I think, John, you mentioned this with your, um, like, sidereal practice, like, that that's kind of a requirement. Mm -hmm. um, and, but, but, like, you can know astrology and be an atheist and have, like, no, but I guess that, is, in, in a sense, is a spiritual practice. Um, I don't know. I'm excited, to, though, to see, like, how Saturn this like Jupiter Saturn versus just Saturn Saturn where maybe we're not looking so much at like the technique and the detail and like the structure and everything has to be exactly right. And it's more like less measured, more, you know, vibing through time. One of yeah. the, I'm going to find the exact quote. Cause this really, there's like a quote that freedom uses in science of light too about like b belief. And it's from some ancient text. Let me find the quote and then I'll, Please keep talking while I look for it. I don't have anything to say right now. I fucking weak. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if maybe I don't know, maybe I feel, I feel more comfortable using divination, but is that the same thing as spirituality and a spiritual practice? I mean, one could argue probably yes, but like I just think of like tarot because when John you were talking about how like astrology is like the only like super mathematically based thing I just think of all the other divination practices that people have whether it's like palmistry or bibliomancy mm. of some sort or even tarot it's a lot more like it there's no there's no math it's just like what do you see here and what can we gather from that like yeah it's it's more like casting right like like random random things like roll a dice which i guess there is right. a sense of that to astrology of like pull the chart at a random time yeah um, that's true but like yeah there's not so much the um there's not a randomness there's not the same level of randomness like yeah with a with a deck of cards you can like shuffle it and pull a deck and then shuffle it again and pull a card and it'll be a different card it'll likely be a different card um, whereas astrology is more like, you know, the order of every single card in the deck already. Yeah. And it's just about turning them over. Mm. I found the quote. It is freedom's translation of the seventh and eighth verse of the first chapter of Rehab Parashara or Shastra for anyone that wants to check the text. Um, but it's talking about like the kind of people I guess that you should like teach the sacred knowledge to is like basically what they're talking about. And he says, you will certainly get good results to teach the, to teach this to one who is peaceful, respects their teacher, speaks truth at all times and believes in a higher power. Mm. Oh, so you in talked that, about this. In, yes. Um, I talked about that in the, circle. in the weed circle. Yes. Yeah. So this idea of like belief in a higher power is like almost necessary mm. to get good results. 
is kind of like the word that they always use. And then the next uh, shloka says, there's no doubt it will cause an increase in suffering to impart the science to an unfit student who has no faith and is deceitful mm. or who is lacking belief. Mm. They really do put an emphasis on this. Like, mm-hmm. you don't like you need to explain it to me, but you need to have a belief in some higher being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which does that mean it's spiritual? Like, does the belief in a higher being make it spiritual? Right. And I think that's where I think of astrology as like a spiritual adjacent practice is like, because it's not, it isn't like astrology isn't the, the belief itself. There's a belief in something else that is aided by astrology is the way I see it. Um, like, mm-hmm. like, like for me, like astrology, like reinforces the faith that I have because I can utilize astrology mm-hmm. to like, and maybe, maybe that's kind of it is like astrology is for me kind of like the measuring system of this like spiritual world. Um, it's like, it is the mechanism that allows me to measure it. it but, but I want to, for me, it's like different than like the spiritual experience itself, like the measuring tool isn't the the spiritual experience. That's that's something else. Yeah. And maybe with Saturn and Pisces, the, there's a little bit more about learning how the measuring tool is the spiritual experience because Saturn, you know, mm-hmm. being the measuring tool that we all picked up with this Saturn and domicile astrology study that we've all done. And now it's moving into Pisces and we kind of can learn more about it that way. Hmm. That's going to be funky. I'm I'm a little worried about that, honestly, because I feel like people can real I mean, people already do, but like I feel like people can really take advantage advantage of that because spirituality and like a higher being is so not vague, I guess, but like also changes depending on who you're talking to or like what belief system you're like subscribed to. So I don't know. I'm nervous people are gonna be out here being like I just had a spiritual experience and now I know everything there has to know about all of this mm. stuff. They're already doing um, that. Right. That's so not it's, new. <laughs> it's That's not true. new. It's really not. But, but, I, but my like, oh, no, keep going, Deja, sorry. No, no, I don't have any other thoughts. <laughs> I was going to say that my actual genuine fear is going to be just like, we already know how much misinformation is spread about astrology mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that just like fully skyrocketing and just thinking as pisces as the archetype of the fall of mercury Mm. words and language are not most easily expressed in the sign of pisces Mm -hmm. yeah you know internet just having its first saturn return saturn moving into a sign where there's not a whole lot of clarity on what's being said and like the rules and whatnot um i'm quite concerned Mm. for kind of mainstream new age astro spirituality portal people to really kind of blow the fuck up yeah Yeah. um mama i'm scared yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah the pisces pisces in general does have like uh portal person energy Um, i'm screaming and like that's that's as somebody with two pisces placements (laughs) (laughs) that's like coming from somebody with two pisces placements um like and it, so like Saturn going through there, it's like can can be one of two things. One, it could either really challenge that mentality, right? Because it's like 
Saturn is going to be like, <laughs> no, that's not how portals work. Like, <laughs> no. Um, oh, then um and then the or it could be kind of like cementing into society some like bad takes yeah 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 i'm hoping it's a challenging of the mentality or maybe the secret third option the portal people were right all along and that's what saturn and pisces brings for us is like you were right angel <laughs> numbers are real ah or maybe we'll become a little bit more compassionate or empathetic no. with the... <laughs> but i oh Absolutely. okay here's another thing i think i think that i i will definitely be like fuck no but like i also think that just in general like I just feel like people may become a little bit more compassionate about the, uh, I don't know, the time it takes for people to figure shit out. I don't know what I'm talking about, but okay, I need to stop because I have no idea what, I, I don't know where I was going with that. So <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't I like, I like when you said the time it takes for people to figure shit out just now, like. I immediately was just thinking about like obviously Saturn is time right and like Pisces is going to be really hard for Saturn to figure shit out in yeah. because there's just like not like mutability is not something that Saturn does well in mm -hmm. um, like you know doesn't have any dignity in the mutable signs except for the you know Gemini Sagittarius um, triplicity and then it's like obviously it has like bound and face rulership so it has like these lesser dignities but it just like it's gonna take the whole time saturn and pisces for us to understand what saturn and pisces is mm. like we're not gonna be able like even you know we're having this conversation that's like speculatory but it's like i i feel like pisces is just such a it's like a deep seed right you can't like you can't really see what's in there it's gonna be a big big soup good soup good soup i don't know if it's gonna be good soup it'll oh, be no. soup but i don't know how great it's gonna be <laughs> a little peppery maybe bitter oh wait sour saturn is sour right saturn is like is saturn sour? i thought sour sour was mars mm, that's, that's mars probably was, right i thought mars was bitter i don't know my books are on the shelf <gasps> um, i think saturn is bitter I mean, personality, yes. Taste, <laughs> not so sure. Mm. Sorry, I'm going to Renaissance Astrology to see what Christopher what the... Rock has said. What the, what the old people have said. It's somewhere. Give me one second. Professions. Savers. Sour, bitter, sharp the yes. saturn so we were yeah. all right <laughs> yeah i'm fucking weak i don't know what a sharp flavor is though neither do i <laughs> this tastes like a knife what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. I, I immediately thought of like sharp cheddar cheese yeah cheese and like, mm. yeah and like and like you know those things that 
as a as a grocer you know <laughs> you know those foods that like you the second your tongue hits them it's like wow that is yeah. the taste yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that that like sharp on its own is not a taste but i think it is an adjective too like to like a very yeah. sharp almost just like a very strong taste to something yeah mm. that makes sense yeah it's it's like it's like it's like an intensity um yes. of flavor it's almost like rahu like mm. i'm here right <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh. sharp sour bitter and sharp yeah it's like like when you have like heartburn mm. and it's like that flavor that's in your mouth it's like ugh. Ew. yeah <laughs> yuck hmm interesting okay i need to get off that website i'm gonna just stare at it just stare at it and read and read and read <laughs> same uh all right um what else about saturn pisces i was gonna say um like what are some what are some like we we've gone through and like looked at some historical saturn and pisces things what are some of y'all's favorites like things that have happened i was gonna say mine my favorite one that i thought was like good as far as like this transition of saturn out of domicile into pisces was um the completion of the channel which is the tunnel that goes under the english channel um it took the previous seven years to complete which is about the entire time saturn would have been in domicile um to like break down the earth and build this tunnel um that connects london and paris um and goes under the english channel and it opened while saturn was in pisces so this like safe underground underwater transit thing maybe the tesla tunnel opens this time and actually Ugh. works fucking week mine was I um, like ooh, good Mm-mm. mine was the daylight savings time yeah um that daylight savings time was enacted i guess is the word um observed for the first time in the u.s during not the last saturn in pisces but the one before that 64 to 67 which is um my dad is that saturn in pisces generation so inter- opposite pluto and virgo is very Pluto Uranus mm-hmm. in Virgo opposite Saturn and Pisces um and we are having the resurface of like are we going to are we going to continue to observe that and like if there is I don't know if there already has been a bill or if the bill is still in process but like we will if that changes to happen I'm assuming we will see it within the Saturn and Pisces transit of like even if we try it for like a year of no daylight savings time I just need to make sure this is legitimate because I just don't know let me say like just so, say it. What's the point? This is that's the point of this podcast. I fucking weak. <laughs> um, just, just say it. Someone. So there. I made a. I was like a, attempting to do a Saturn series on my YouTube channel. I only did two. Um. Uh. We can, we can not did, it on the pod. Yes, that'd be really fun. We actually, can honestly just transition it to a pod thing. I think we yeah. should. Um. Because. Saturn and Aries has like over a thousand views right now, which is I really love that awesome. video. That was the first video was we awesome. made together, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. No. So, uh, there's a Saturn. I have a Saturn and Pisces one up that I chatted with Maya and Adina. 
Um, we chatted back in was that 2021 it's a long ass time ago um and one of the things that happened the not the last saturn and pisces in the 90s but in the 60s again uh the black panther party was formed um which is actually very interesting just particularly because i'm thinking of one something that we chatted about was how saturn and pisces and just like the mutable signs in general can be like the space of like transition and like a weird like we're not really moving forward and we're not really trying to sustain anything. We're kind of in this, what do we do now? Sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how like the Black Panther Party was formed in October of 1966. And that was like after the Civil Rights Bill was passed. Uh, MLK and Malcolm X were all assassinated. So it's like these really big like civil rights leaders, uh, Black leaders specifically kind of no longer being around. And now we have this party that is very militant party that's like, was birthed in response in the within in response to the fact that we don't have anybody anymore but also like a little bit more aggressive but it's mm-hmm. also it definitely was a transition because they also were very much like shut down very quick mm-hmm. um and were not really allowed to like sit continue forward and a lot of people were not very fond of them and there's some really funky problematic stuff that was going on in there for sure um but yeah i find that interesting what do we do what does what the civil rights movement turn into now what does civil rights look like now in general after the the big dogs are gone um so and daylight savings time is that's definitely that's a huge fave Something that really stuck with me that you just talked about, Deja, transition, Saturn and Pisces, or like mutable signs being a place for transition. Mm -hmm. Really, Pisces for Saturn. Like, if we Mm -hmm. think about the two signs that flank, Saturn is moving from Mm -hmm. Aquarius, his domicile, and um, in Vedic, it's called his Multracona sign. It's like the office, like where the planet can get the most done, into Aries. Like, Pisces Mm -hmm. really is this, like, very... um, it's like a, it, it very much in the middle of this very high high and this is very low low for Saturn. Mm-hmm. 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 It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird. It's going to feel like kind of lost at sea for a little bit before the burning down occurs. <laughs> it's going to feel so weird. What are we going to do? I just, I just don't think it's going to be very productive. I think we're just going to be like spinning in circles. I don't know. Yeah, lost at lost at sea really really speaks yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our in our document, you have that quote by um by our mom Kira, um who brought Brother. us together. Um, <laughs> she where is it? It's the rules. The rules of the sea are different than the rules of the land, but there are rules nonetheless. Um, and it has me thinking about the, um, like, if you, like, you know how boats have names? Like, mm-hmm. you know how people, like, name their boats? So there's um, there's a thing, like, where if you, like, you don't rename a boat, like, that's, like, a thing, is that, like, it's bad luck to rename a boat. But if you want to rename a boat, there's, like, a ritual 
that you can do to rename the boat. And I was like doing research on this because it's legitimately it's like magic. it is like it's astrological magic. <laughs> it's not oh. just magic. It's like it's like the moon needs to be doing this, and then you do this, and you petition Poseidon, and you pour a libation into the sea. It, it's like a whole thing. Holy like you shit. say an Orphic hymn. It's like a whole thing. And this is like widely like when you research it like multiple like, sources come yeah. back to the same ritual like lots and lots of people Holy whole shit. thing yeah wow. and so um like it just kind of reminds me of but it's like the but that comes back to like the rules of the sea it's like mm-hmm. like and and what it like the myth is that um like the sea gods have a ledger of every vessel um that's on the sea and if they if your if your vessel is not registered in that ledger, then you are at risk of, you know, mm. being taken by the sea gods for being, you know, on the sea without permission, without registering yourself. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Like wow. and so but but it's like the rules of the sea. It's like there there are rules. They're just like it's kept in a ledger at the bottom of the sea. And we have to like respect mm. those rules and understand those rules and they're different from the rules of that. land right i love that Safe. that's awesome <laughs> that's so neat wow i'm gonna learn how to do the perfect boat name change election um literally sam i have a friend who's like three-year plan is to buy a sailboat and they want to rename it and i'm like okay like because i i asked i was like what are you going to name your boat and he was like you don't rename a boat so like when i buy this boat it will probably already have a name because i'm not gonna buy a new boat and he's like i'm not i'm not a multi-billionaire what the fuck yeah uh, like, um so he, he but i was like but if you want to rename it I, and that's when i found like the whole ritual mm-hmm. and i was like let me know because i can i can conduct this i could do this i, could, uh, <laughs> I was like i'm i'm magically proficient enough i could i can do this <laughs> i'm weak wow yeah that is so interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And I just, I really love that. Like, I think that there is a, a really deep connection between um, like the sea and the sky. Um, one in that, like our sky is the color it is because of the sea. Um, like the only reason why we have blue skies is because we have blue oceans. Um, it's reflecting the color of the ocean back Gen- down back to, to us. The, yeah. Um, I don't think that's it actually. <laughs> Is it? That's no, what I always learned. It's not. I because I, I I only know this because I took uh, environmental science senior year. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's when we were like, that's the reason. And Doctor Badges, wherever you are, God bless you. He was like, actually, no, you're all stupid. He didn't say that. Um, but apparently, it's because of something with the ozone layer, and it's something with like the atmosphere. And if like the atmosphere were just a little different, we'd have a purple sky instead of a, a blue sky. I forget. Yeah, mm. I, th- I thought I had to do with like Maybe the, wa- the wavelength of blue and that yeah. being what our ozone like most easily reflects or like something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's about like the reflection of the wavelength of blue light or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we all thought it was this, the whole sea thing. And then he was like, yeah, because no. the sea isn't really blue. Like, it doesn't really have a co- what color. Like, it it's is. like brown. It's yeah. like mud. <clears throat> like, it's brown. Well, but the ocean, Greenish. yeah, the ocean is blue because water absorbs red light there we go yeah yeah and that's why that's like why the earth appears blue but it appears blue because like if the earth wasn't covered in water in water yes (laughs) yes, right like um then it wouldn't appear blue like there there wouldn't be enough water for us to have like a blue sky and yes like probably if our ozone was different and 
let and let more red light through um yeah. it would be be more purple right because it would be more reddish um but yeah like it's, and maybe like maybe the reason not necessarily our sky but like earth appears blue when you're looking at earth from outer space because of the oceans because that's like what water does and because it's like we're covered in like 75 percent water um like that's yeah, what we're, we're all made up water google says as white light passes through our atmosphere tiny air model tiny air molecules cause it to scatter the scattering is caused by these tiny air molecules known as Rayleigh scattering which increases as wave which increases no increases as the wavelength of life decreases violent Violet and blue light have the shortest wavelengths, and mm -hmm. red light has the longest. Whatever that means, but yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that makes sense. Sure, I'm weak. Yeah, it's like the color thingy. Yeah. Um. So um. Uh, another. Oh, who wants to go? Oh, I was just. I had a. Thought, did I wrap my thought up around the sea and the sky? Oh, I was just going to say a lot of stories of like when you're on the sea, you need to know the stars in order to navigate. Mm. I think that's like where my brain was ultimately going. Um, mm. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, John. No, what I was so what I wanted to I don't, know, I don't know if I want to draw attention to, but something that I always think about with transits in Pisces is how they're going to affect like art and music and like those like mm -hmm. Venusy kind of enjoyment things that we all love. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to talk about Bjork because she has Saturn and Pisces in the fifth and she is like so known for her. I literally said to Jared earlier in the pre-show chat, I was like, I can't listen to her music because it's like too fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. My husband can't, my husband's the same way. Tyler's the same way. He can't like listen to Bjork because he's like, what, what is this? What is it? And, and me, yeah. I'm just like, like you know i i live for it it's like i like the chaos it's because i have the asteroid chaos conjunct my mercury <laughs> what i'm um really excited for hopefully is the um with saturn being like you know the older things um like remakes of things happening um, I'm thinking about how they're doing lots of additions and addendums to the Avatar series, Ugh. which, okay, mm. no, not not the blue people. Oh, no, oh. no, no, no. We don't talk. No, 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 no. Whenever I say Avatar, I'm always talking about the Last Airbender. Last Airbender. Yeah. Last Airbender. Yes. Yes. I'm never talking about the Navi. Never. <laughs> the Avatar: The Last Airbender was released with the Sun in Pisces and Saturn in Cancer. Hmm. and they're hmm. having lots of things they have like a three-year plan of like things that they're gonna do so basically yep. the entire saturn and pisces transit they're gonna be Fun. doing like a live action show and they're adding a new avatar that comes after cora i believe i think it's the earth avatar after the earth Korra. avatar who looks hot in the little yes <laughs> <laughs> we've um, seen a silhouette and he looks hot so. and i was like yeah fuck me um so yeah that's gonna be just like the hopefully the what what's going to happen with music and like artists pushing boundaries in that area mm -hmm. and then also with things coming back um hopefully more if we get another set of gen 2 remakes for pokemon or just port heart gold soul silver to the switch well i mean yeah we've got we've got game boy games coming to the switch <laughs> so there there is a lot of like that um like if 
Saturn's going to bring and re-solidify kind of things in that art and you know music realm and just kind of um and i mean like i'll even say that like saturn might push the boundary like as the ruler of aquarius saturn is about boundaries and so like leaving the boundaries of aquarius and jumping into pisces um can create some like weirdness right like that's i mean bjork's music is weird right like there's there's like (laughs) weirdness that happens there um and that's you know maybe more of that like cool weird niche performance stuff yeah let's bring back good art please oh okay so i just looked up the chart of the release of the first episode of avatar and it's actually kind of sick we've got 20 so if you do it when it was the first when it was first played like in the in the u.s i always mm-hmm. use for tv stuff i always use the east coast because that's like when it hits the when country it, first yeah um so it was like late mid to late virgo rising with the sun in pisces mercury in pisces moon in leo saturn in cancer opposite mars and capricorn with jupiter k2 and libra and i think that saturn opposite mars and that 511 really speaks to the what the franchise is going to try is trying to do within the next few years of Saturn and Pisces. Mm. So I want to revisit this in three years from now and be like, what did Avatar do? Yeah. Putting a mental note. Interesting. And they're going through they're going to have a notable turn too. Mm. Mm. Kind of hot. Mm -hmm. I love Avatar. Me too. I loved Korra. I loved Korra. Like, if I need to cry, I will <laughs> rewatch the the season one finale of Korra when mm-hmm. she gets her bending back. Mm. She meets Aang. Uh, I'm literally tearing up now just thinking about it. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> I if, love that show. If I want to cry, I watch the, like the series finale from the the fight with Kuvira in the vines who is to... one of the best television villains to ever exist miss kuvira a hundred percent i agree like ah, <laughs> uh, uh, okay mm-hmm. this is so good. <laughs> so good um just go really quick going back to aquarius saturn and aquarius saturn and pisces saturn and aries it's gonna be so funny like just that this these next six five six years are going to be so weird and funny and hilarious it's it's very extreme mm. it's an interesting decade for sure yeah. yeah and this is but this was on that dude um the 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 mundane astrologer the french man who talked about how like we're not going to get to the other side of all this stuff until I think it was 2026 or something like that. And the other side of what? Of the madness of, I don't know. I don't know. Of, I, like COVID and society. The, like that. Yeah. Kind of, Colla- like societal. Yeah. Cl- yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, like 2020, uh, basically. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> like 2020 won't be over until 2027. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be, it's going to be so funny. So fucking funny. Yeah. God bless our souls. Well, and like, and if you think about it, that's that—that's when we finally get the opening trine 
like when Saturn moves into Taurus and out of Aries is 2028. So that's when Mm -hmm. like we get that. We're finally out of the like that Saturn. Like if you're if you're thinking about 2020 is almost like like a like a chart that we're referencing, right? Like the Saturn Pluto, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We get that opening square to the Saturn Pluto in like 2027 at very, very late Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Damn. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Cardinal Saturn is just, it's an interesting space. It's going to be scary. Really? It's going to be so scary. (laughs) It's going to be, we're going to be living. I'm so excited. Yeah, no, it's or I, not. I, or, or not. We might be dying. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, I yeah, like with. I, I was just thinking about how Saturn, like, we really only get to experience these transits like twice, maybe three times in our life. Like, like our memories of them are not long lived. Um. Like, hopefully I get to do this Saturn in Pisces. This will be my second Saturn in Pisces. And then I'll hopefully I'll get to do it one more time, maybe. Um, but likely not a third time after that. Like, am I going to live to be 101, 102? Probably not. Um, so, like, it, it's I'm what I'm excited for. And, like, my, like, my Pisces season plan is just to, like, I don't know, do kind of what I've been doing for the past two years with Saturn and domicile is like just experiencing this transit for like one of the few times I get to do it in my life of like, and I think that's like maybe the other part to um, like when, like why Saturn transits, like when people talk about them being like lasting and being like so important, it's like, it's because you only get two or three of them in your lifetime um you don't you don't get like and that's why they're so lasting because they only happen a couple times and so of course it's going to be something that you look at and remember um oh, I, yeah. I have to go pee so bad can i pause the recording or do you yeah. or do you guys want to talk you can pause it okay or you we're back go we're piss peeing. girl we all did it did, did we all did we all relieve ourselves? Yeah, we, yeah. Were, talk, <laughs> we were talking about Pisces too much. We were all like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. too Release. much water talk. Too much yeah. water talk. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good point. I do think it's we should note the going from Saturn in an air sign mm. to Saturn in a water mm. sign is mm-hmm. going to be so interesting and so weird. And I was I was listening to um the astrology podcast uh, Aquarius talk, um that chris is doing and something that they were talking about about aquarius is like how objective aquarians have to be almost to a fault because it's like if like you have to have a lot lot of distance in order to like understand Mm. from people honestly to understand how people are working you have to kind of operate from a very far distant place um and how and how we can like what yeah and (laughs) And like how air signs are like, you know, trying to figure out how to chat, how to engage with folks, I guess, to a certain extent um, in that distance when it comes to engaging with folks. But then the water will be very much like, how do we bond or like combine things and make things a little bit more moist 
and mm-hmm. uh, more fluid and when things can move. What's that? Is malleable the word for that? Yeah. Yeah. Like shapeable, like you can shapeable. Like, yeah. 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 So a lot less rigid. Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like the Saturn in Pisces, um, like is shapeable, whereas Saturn in Aquarius is more like breakable. Like you can yeah. like you can drop Saturn in Aquarius and it'll shatter, versus if you drop Saturn in Pisces, it just goes bloop. And like, <laughs> like a balloon. And when, and when the world needed her most, <laughs> she <laughs> vanished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's gonna be funny um yeah and then i'm trying to think what other yeah and then we were talking like about just like in during that break the nodes like the relationship that saturn has with the nodes and how um we are getting a Saturn Rahu conjunction during the, this Pisces season, um, which is not a frequent transit. It doesn't happen very frequently. Um, we were looking at it and it happens um, at about every 125 degrees of Saturn's motion. Um, we run into this uh, this it's, conjunction with. It's every with like 11 Rahu. to 12 years mm-hmm. is what is like the. timing oh my god i was like what the fuck is the word <laughs> 11 to every 11 to 12 years 11 and a half years yeah. interesting yeah which is interesting when you consider because it's like that ability to and it's what was interesting to me is that it's how regular that cycle is and like how like it was it wasn't one of those more like kind of arbitrary cycles where the two synodic cycles of the of the bodies or or planets don't necessarily line up but i think that there is something like really special between the moon and saturn and having really similar um like cycle date time like the idea of like the moon's daily cycle being 28 Seven. days and the and the moon's like being 20 28 years through the zodiac um like there's <laughs> that's fucking wild <laughs> wait 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 sorry sweet it, t- it takes the moon 27 days to go around the Zodiac and it takes Saturn right. 27 years to go around the Zodiac. Right. Wow. And so like cute cap Saturn. Yeah. Like cancer Capricorn. The opposition. Like, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, and so it's like, it's there, there is. And it's like the fact that like the moon is the closest body to us and the, and Saturn is the farthest, the farthest. body to us. And they have this kind of like, Hmm. um like they're doing the same thing we're just closer to the moon so it's happening faster to us right. um whereas because saturn is farther away like it appears to be happening more slowly hmm. um so that's i think like that you know and there and then to to line up the nodal cycle with this for it to happen at kind of like this trine in conjunction um space um is like and for it to line up kind of that regularly again comes back to like the whole clockwork of like astrology and like how it works it's it's very interesting to me wow it's it's beautiful it's also pretty that is beautiful <laughs> that is really interesting wow i'm about to obsess now yeah that's crazy okay wait is can i rant about how i'm getting sick and tired of people talking about how 100%. this is saturn and pisces it's not fucking saturn and pisces it's saturn and motherfucking at 29 degrees of aquarius yeah together like 
And I'm the one that I'm really going to focus on is Callie Uchi's. I don't know how to say her name. Whatever. Talking about how she needs how like uh her, I want to see what her is her. Do we think her chart's public? Can we check her? It probably keep, is. Keep, it keep has talking. to be. Um, I it, she was talking about how like alcohol and drugs destroy the body, and it's like I don't know if she said low bright. I didn't read it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like low vibrational and how it destroys you and yada yada yada. Yeah, she's about to be going to through be her Saturn return. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> It's like, and people are like, this is Saturn in Pisces. No, it's not Saturn in Pisces. It's Saturn at 29 degrees of Aquarius. Saturn is sobering. Saturn will sober you up regardless. And especially if it's in domicile, it's extreme soberness. You were, it's not like, because I feel like a, a Saturn in Pisces, again, the boundaries, the end is a little bit more unknown compared to uh capricorn and aquarius i feel like capricorn end is very much like okay we completed the project once to the next where it's like aquarius end is like that does not belong here at all and we need to get rid of that immediately and forever and it's like that that's what happens when you go sober mm-hmm. <laughs> you get rid of it forever or at least that's what you're trying to do so i it's just so bizarre it's it's okay it's yes she's talking about alcohol but like it's not just alcohol it's all narcotics and substances okay and now i'm reading untimed so i just made it for noon okay, okay cool yeah i yeah it's like it is like extreme it's like saturn is sobriety and i agree like i i just I think there there is like everybody's talking about this like transit like this you know they see a news article and they're like this is Saturn and Pisces or they see something happen and they're like this is you know Pluto and Pluto Aquarius. Aquarius and it's like it, how if if you were outside of astrology if you did not know astrology and you were looking in and you saw astrologers saying this is Pluto and Aquarius this is Saturn and Pisces and then you look at an ephemeris which is a fucking real thing like actual physical thing in space right like when you when you look at the planet like it saturn not. is not 30 degrees <laughs> from the point of the sun's equinox saturn is not 30 degrees it's still 31 degrees so it's not in pisces <laughs> this is the final like this we have to be really rigid about this and i just i feel like it's just it's so in it's so important like i just feel like it degrades the integrity of the practice because it's like how how can you say that this thing is this thing when the thing hasn't happened it it hasn't happened but it like so speaks to the quality of pisces yeah they're like (laughs) not being this like tangible boundary yeah Mm -hmm. being like this is saturn in pisces when like it's fully just not like delusion you're delusional. It's not there. <laughs> oh, don't use that word. Yeah, I know. After you. I was going to say. Why are people crying about that? Have you met a Pisces? Are you kidding Literally. me? Can we just talk Come about, on. like, can we just talk about me and Zach at Norwalk, like, every 30 <laughs> seconds being like, I don't know if you know this about us, but we have Venus exalted in Pisces. Like, it's just like, that's a little bit of delusion. Mm-hmm. Like, I can accept it about myself. Like, these are, you it's know, fine. it's okay to be aware. <laughs> I just think it's the self-awareness. If you, it's once when people say things like that, it's just so much easier for you to accept it within yourself 
instead of being like, no, that's not true at all. Because like you're you're kind of doubling down on the fact that it is true because you're trying to convince us that you're not delusional when you very much are sometimes. And that's okay. It's okay to be, it's okay to operate in your fantasy world. It's okay to be like, I'm going to daydream and float. It's fine. Enjoy that. Live your life. But just be aware and, of that. And like, be aware. Right. everybody is delusional. Right. Everybody is. And you know why? Because everybody, and this isn't because, because is the wrong word there, but like also everybody has Pisces in their chart. Weak. <laughs> That's true. That's Even very true. Even if you true. don't have Pisces placements, you have Pisces. You, yeah. and, you, and you have a Jupiter placement that is lording that Pisces placement. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and everybody's delusional. So like, mm-hmm. just like it. Everyone is the protagonist in their own story. Yeah. Every, like, like every. Everybody's the main character and everybody yeah. else is an NPC. That's yeah. like the and like, reality. <laughs> and that's fine, but like you need to act, you need to know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I call my day job going NPC mode. I'm yelling. Because I just like turn off my personality and I'm just like <laughs> me going to play grocery store simulator later. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I'm gonna go play Stardew Valley in real life. Basically. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm I'm, I am Tom Nook. I'm living my Tom Nook fantasy when I go to work. I'm yelling. Uh, that's always been really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I don't. As as an Aries rising, I just it's so and Pisces. Like I even think it's funny because I, nothing in my chart sees my like not, like not even the ruler of my ascendant. Nothing, my moon, nothing except for my sun and Mercury. But like I just I I. I wish I could. I, I wish I could be like, I, I, but I just, I can't, I can't. What's here is what's here. And that's all I can think about. And then getting stuck in my brain about all the whatever. Um, mm. I'm, I don't know why I said that. Well, no, I agree. Like, and it, well, I, I just like the idea of like Pisces and delusion and like, <laughs> like, but, also, just like to your point of like it's not, it hasn't happened yet. Like, if I think about something like electional astrology, I wouldn't be doing a Saturn and Pisces election today. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Speak on that, okay? <laughs> because come on, like, let's use just... logic here. No, but like you're so you're so right. Like that's the ex- that is the that's it. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. Period. <laughs> That's it. We can stop because that's it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. And if you would do a Saturn in Pisces election with Saturn not in Pisces, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't make any sense at all. Like, you'd, you'd end up with a an angry Saturn Aquarius spirit trapped in that talisman who's <laughs> like, what the fuck did you do to calm me down here? Like, or it just doesn't show up at all. Like, or it couldn't speak because it's drowning in the fucking. Mm. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I s- slight, not shade, just confusion. And I don't know if I buy this yet. Um, the idea that if an ingress chart has immutable rising. Okay, here's actually another thought. If an ingress chart has immutable rising, shouldn't we be looking at the ingress of Saturn and Pisces, not the ingress of the Sun and Aries as well, being something? And I think that's based on like for the for the astrology of the year, which I guess I get. But like also, again, if that's the sun and Aries 
Mm-hmm. That's that's well, the ingress for that, not for this. I don't and know. And for the U.S., it's the sun's ingress into Aries in Washington D.C. has a mutable oh, rising. Yeah. Oh, so like yes. What Wait, if what? you're not? Like, oh, in because, the United States, that's right. a good point. Like, that's a good. Yeah, I don't buy it. That was that was that was the nail in the hey, coffin. Can someone Jared. explain this to me? What is the what is going on with the mutable rising thing? So they're. Dr. Lomini has been doing a lot of really good work yes. with uh, mundane Chef's astrology. Mwah, 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 mwah. Um, and in his year ahead Aries ingress video, mm-hmm. um, the Aries ingress chart for the U.S. has a mutable rising. Sure. And one of the delineations of mutable rising is that the themes of the year begin to show up early because of that, like, immutabilities, immutable signs, inability to, like, actually understand a boundary. Aries ingress for 2023. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Gotcha. Right. Which has okay. Saturn and Pisces in it, right? Because by the right, time for the sun sure. gets there, it's and it, so Saturn is angular in the Aries ingress chart as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um. And so what what the delineation was is that the themes of the next year begin mm-hmm. to show early, sure, because because of that mutable mutable thing. But that's the yes. themes of the year. That's yeah, not so the just the, the theme, Pisces. The theme of the year being wrong astrology takes. Showing I'm up. fucking. <laughs> showing up early by people attributing things to Saturn and Pisces now. I'm fucking weak. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a delineation, mama. And you can take that to the bank. And, and, and like, you know, that's a really good point because also when you're talking about like, this is Saturn and Pisces, like if you're going to use that technique of the early, the mutable ingress, then it isn't Saturn and Pisces that is causing that. It is the mutable rising of the Aries ingress chart. Mm-hmm. That that is, the, that is the astrological trigger for this event, not Saturn and Pisces. Mm-hmm. So mutable, call it what it is. The mutable rising of the chart is causing the wrong astrology takes that are being attributed to Saturn and Pisces, which the Saturn is in the seventh house of open enemies. Therefore, he is getting attributed to all the problems. That was good. But 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, I recommend becoming a patron of Dr. Lomi. Oh, yeah. Yes. As much as you can afford. Yes. No. Literally doing things that that nobody is doing with astrology. Mm -hmm. And I think more than anything else, the thing that I appreciate about Dr. Lomi is that he's doing translations that we have never seen before and making them so that we can understand them. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, like, I'm weak. shout out, shout out to the Horai Project for doing what they're doing. But those translations are like word for word translations. You have yes. to then go back and retranslate them, yeah. um, and like make, make them understandable. That's not to say that that work's not important because it all like all translations have to start somewhere. But um, then you then you need to interpret the translations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I think Dr. Alomi does really, yes, really very well, well. Is rather than putting out a lot of translations, he puts out well-interpreted translations and still a lot of them still a lot of them (laughs) like if you think about like what the horite project is putting out versus like what he's putting out like i feel like um levant laszlo at the horite project puts out a new translation like twice a week i get an email from his patreon yeah there's a lot um of those translations that are coming out but it's always like when celine is in the maiden in her and it's just like okay (laughs) What is that? Okay, so the moon's in Virgo. Okay. (laughs) I'm weak. Yeah. Let's hold our horses here, folks. 
let's just enjoy the moment we're not gonna get this again so yeah we might not even like climate change and like impending mm. apocalypse we like we might not even get to see the next saturn in pisces so like i'm so, surprised so i was talking to my my dad about how he's gonna be going through his saturn return. i have a lot of like saturn and pisces like people in my life um so i would keep being like oh saturn returns coming like blah 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 and I was talking to my dad and I was like, yeah, if you think about your life, you can kind of divide it into like a beginning, a middle and an end with Saturn, like the three returns of Saturn. Um, but his mom, my grandma is also a Saturn in Pisces because he was her Saturn return baby. Um, and I was like, some people like Nana get to get to see a fourth one. Um, wow. But like, yeah. if you think about like your life and dividing it into big, like three main sections, you're, you're entering the third, basically. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's so comforting. <laughs> it's all, you're just, you're going down the hill now. <laughs> TikTok. Fucking weak. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Well. Is that it? Do you have anything else? I feel like I want to say we did a good job staying on topic. I'm going to listen back to this. I'm yes. going to listen back to this and be like, we did not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like we stayed on topic the whole time. I, like I, did, do, yeah. I do want to go over some interesting aspects. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that are happening. Just not all of them, but the big ones that I really, really liked. Um, so obviously, if you're looking at things happening, like I looked at all the hard aspects that Saturn will be making, so everything that's going on in the mutable signs. For Saturn's transit in Pisces. And the first really cool one is the last day of February of next year, February 20, 28th, we get a Saturn Mercury conjunction in Pisces. And it is a Kazemi for the both of them. At the at the conjunction occurs at nine degrees 44 minutes of Pisces, with the sun at nine degrees 30 minutes of Pisces. So they are mm. both just coming out of, or sorry. Saturn is about to make his Kazemi and Mercury will have just made the Kazemi. Mm. Yes, speed. Um, another cool one that we get is within a week we get... Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I want to like just talk about that Saturn-Mercury yeah, Kazemi because yeah, yeah. that's go ahead. really interesting because the we had the Saturn-Mercury square in Scorpio season last year, the sure. same day as the Mercury Kazemi. Ah, yes. yes. That was at 18 Aquarius Scorpio. So it's mm. interesting that there's this like Mercury Kazemi and like hard aspect with Saturn thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so maybe look back to what was going on in uh, 2022's Scorpio season. Um, it was at 18, so it would have been at, like November 9th or 10th. Uh, let me see. I have it right here. Um, but like, yeah, that like second week of November yeah, was the when, 10th. Yeah. Yep. So as maybe kind of a foreshadowing to what's coming up with this like kind of double Kazemi that you have. What was the date of that double Kazemi again? February 28th. Cool. And it's in a water sign. So as well. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah, that one is cool. We get um, with it, So in this one week, Saturn will aspect Mars, Jupiter and Venus. It's August uh like the the last very the the third decan of leo season basically of 2024 we get 
Saturn square Mars in Gemini at like 1740 with Jupiter at 1655 Gemini. So Mars and Jupiter are just coming off of a conjunction in Gemini, probably like a day or two before. Um, and then three days later, on the 19th of August, we get Saturn opposing Venus in Virgo, um, mm. also at 17. So this this very middle of the second decan of the mutable signs gets a lot of activation um, in this uh, third decan of Leo season of next year. Um, and if you have any placements in the middle decan of Sag, that kind of like completes <laughs> the fourth the fourth point of <laughs> yes, Asia. Give a comment. <laughs> you want to share with the class? Uh, no, my stuff is at the end. But yeah, I don't think your I, stuff is close enough. I mean, by sign no. for sure. But like... yes, definitely. No, but it's it's nice. Honestly, this is so comforting because I just I it's I'm I'm just so happy to be free for a little bit. You know, even though, and what I was looking at, what I saw down here was the, uh, uh, in this, on this, bleh, December 16th, 2025. Fuck. That's two days before my solar return. Um, ah! uh, at the very end of Synodic Cycle, the, in that section. Uh -oh. Um, oh my God. It's Mercury. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That's going to be a lot. Oh, shit. Wait, that's, that's not fun. Because my son is at 26, 26 Sag. Um, yeah, so you'll have almost an exact Saturn square in that solar return. Hmm. It'll be separating, though. It won't yeah, be flying. That's true. God bless me. But hey, yeah. we survived through worse. We so... made it through worse, yes. And I feel like the mutable yeah. signs are easier to swallow than the fixed and even the cardinal stuff. Cardinal stuff was just rude. So... Stuff in your... I think stuff in your angles is harder than stuff, regardless of yeah. kind of... A hundred percent. Yeah, stuff yeah. in your and it's like is Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all it's gonna be chill. You probably won't I probably won't even notice it. So I mean I will definitely, but like whatever. Oof. Yeah. Angles um, Good luck to the mutable risings out there. <laughs> you guys got this. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> it just I don't know. It's just I feel for the past like ten thousand years, like cardinals and fixed people have just been just been destroyed. We have been put through so much evilness and now it's now it's for free we're free i feel like we should all celebrate a little bit i will be damn can you believe it happens on tuesday this transit no this transit i know that's wild i saw a tweet from rowan that was like I've known about Saturn and Pisces. It's been in like the forefront of my awareness for like mm -hmm. literally the past three years. But she's knocking mm -hmm. at the door. And now mm -hmm. it's he, it's suddenly Tuesday. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, it's so really wild stuff. Two more kind of periods of time I want to talk about before we like close, close. Mm -hmm. um, one is December of next year of 2024. We get two Saturn Mercury squares because of how Mercury is uh, retrograding. Mm -hmm. um, oh, right. They're in the fire signs, right? They will be in the fire signs they at that start. point. Yes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so Mercury will square uh, kind of on both, uh, to only twice, I think, is when it, is it happens. Um, and then April 21st of 2025 is when the Saturn, Saturn will conjoin true Rahu. So 
very beginning of Aries of 2025, we get um, Saturn with the 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 man himself, Mr. Rahu. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in that week later on, a few days later, we get a Saturn Venus conjunction in Pisces with the moon and Rahu kind of all within like three degrees. So that is going to be a very mm-hmm. big day because then the next day is an eclipse. I think the next day. Um, it's that Aries uh, solar. You said April 25? Yeah, Aries solar eclipse of like end of April, early May 25. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Interesting little little few days there leading up to that eclipse. Mm-hmm. Interesting because that eclipse happens at nine Aries while Saturn is at 24 Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, so like what we're experiencing literally right now with Saturn being at the very end of its sign and doing this like emerging from the beams at the same time as illumination um, mm-hmm. will be happening again. Um, and for you to mention, John, the 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 Venus conjunction as well. Um, Saturn's doing a really similar thing with Mercury or just did a really similar thing with Mercury right now where it like conjoined with the planet under the beams and then emerged from the beams. Yes. Um, and so something very similar is happening with Venus. It's exaltation Lord at the, Ooh, at its exaltation degree. Almost. At its exa- That's a almost yeah. Wow. Cute. Seven sixteen. Yeah. I like that conjunction. I like, yeah, I don't I'm necessarily excited. love like a Venus Saturn hard aspect that can be pretty challenging for Venus, but, um, but, Venus, aspect. but Venus Rahu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. And I think a lot of, I have really almost exclusively implemented this into my uh, Hellenistic practice from Vedic is that when you have multiple planets in a conjunction, the you rank them in order of like most to least benefic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it works like the most benefic planet will interact the most with the most malefic planet. Mm-hmm. So like in this example, Venus will be the most benefic because the moon will be very balsamic. So she will be not super benefic. Got Venus it. will be interacting with Rahu because he is the most malefic in this situation. Gotcha. Uh, and then moon Saturn, moon will, be Saturn will be interacting. Yes. Ew, interesting. Um, and interesting. Venus is like the best, the best person yeah. for Rahu to be with. Um, and she's exhausted. Oh, yeah, because she can feed him. She can right? feed him. She was his, or he was Rahu's lord before Rahu was Rahu Keto. Um, Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So that will be that will be really really wild. I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see what goes on around then. Um, yeah, that's that is that is like feed the dragon energy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. truly. Yeah, don't get your hand bit off though. <sighs> I'm weak. Oh my god. Or your foot. Or your foot. I was just thinking that. I'm weak. I'm so glad we got there like right at the same time. <laughs> yep, that yep. That's funny. Uh, mm. So yeah. And you know, we'll keep doing our our weekly forecast one up, but those were just some of the kind of bigger, bigger Saturn and Pisces activations that I saw where that was that were worth mentioning. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, those are those are cool. Uh, it's this has been really fun to kind of like explore um like how Saturn has these cycles with these other planets this has mm. been yeah kind of a, a fun experience interesting oh the lord of time what are we gonna all do? hail everybody bow down you have no option but to do that like because at the end of the Wait. day all you're gonna do is die so i'm weak i okay something i i think i just thought about maybe saturn 
practice like Saturn magical practices become or devotions. I feel like personally, I feel like I would like it more in Pisces than in than we've had in the past. Just because like so through a Jupiter being, filter. Yeah, right. Being <laughs> so Saturnian and doing a Saturn practice is like feeding that Saturn. And that is or not feeding, making it more obvious. And that mm-hmm. is not fun. But if it's Saturn and in Jupiter's space, you know, also keep track of Jupe during this time, which would be cute and fine. But um I mean it'll it'll be super cute when we get Saturn and Pisces and Jupiter and Taurus. I'm mm-hmm. I'm like really excited about that. Especially okay. if Venus can aspect both of them. There's oh actually yes. So I was so there's uh when Venus ingresses into Taurus later this month. Is that is that March? It is. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Um it immediately makes that sextile to Saturn in Pisces, which I think oh, yeah. will be really cute mm-hmm. to like get a nice little a nice little just it'll be I don't know. It's and- giving Honestly, even Venus and Cancer, like trying yeah. Saturn, sextile Jupiter. Yeah. It's, I just feel like it's going to feel so much better than, slash I hope, than what we've been getting. Because this has been horrible. Absolutely wretched. Gosh. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for just like something, something new. And it's, you know, like just as like Saturn is limits, right? So like mm-hmm. what what house is your Pisces house and like be ready to experience limits and boundaries and setbacks and um contraction yeah contraction and like those necessarily aren't bad things like it's okay to contract it's necessary to contract um like you know I, I mentioned that we all eventually die eventually like if if people didn't die like we wouldn't fit on the planet yeah. um like like we we have to um so and like i think about like from like a personal anecdote from what's going on like saturn my my midheaven is very very late it's like 28 aquarius so saturn was is was hanging out of my midheaven and is about to move into my 10th house by sign um and i just got promoted which is an, in, an increase of responsibility like mm-hmm. And there's almost like this, now I am withdrawing from my circle of like people that I were, was coworkers with now and like adapting to a new role as like their, their like leader, you know? Their leader. Yeah. 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 So it's not always like a bad kind of removal or like, Mm -hmm. I, nobody gets to know with my hands when they're listening, but like, (laughs) it's it's like, it's like mitosis. Like they like, and they like split kind of evenly and like especially with Pisces and think like the mutable Pisces generally likes to have like this sort of balance with kind of all the mutable signs um, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's in, it's in Jupiter it's Jupiter like it's it's ultimately yeah. benefic yeah and and Deja you mentioned earlier like how Saturn and Aquarius was like this doesn't belong here and get it out forever like you you made mention to that earlier and I think yeah. that Saturn coming through a house in your chart does that it looks at that house and it says this doesn't belong here get it Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. and so you spend the time that saturn is in that sign getting rid of the thing and then when it leaves you have all of this space that you then get to fill up with something else Mm -hmm. um and so like you know as saturn leaves all of our aquarius house like what what space has been made 
in that house that you now get to like like that house is clean and organized right now so like what gets to be made um <laughs> like maybe, maybe. Um, you both like, are day charts so like maybe for you yeah. <laughs> i'm yelling yeah i'm like smiling so hard maybe. i'm so excited i consolidated all of my credit card debt i'm paying off all of my bills <laughs> like la 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 eighth house is going super great <laughs> i'm yelling love you <laughs> i'm fucking weak uh let's see how this goes yeah i'm excited it's gonna I yeah but yeah like what what space is being made to kind of to kind of bookend the wait what I you said, Jared said what space is being made and I heard you say Saturn I was like Saturn I don't know it was funny <laughs> Saturn okay um if you have a hill you want to die on or a comment to make or you want a Sorosio um oh, DM yeah. us yeah beyond beyond the pod um we love chatting with you all and we thank you for your support. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. It's been like, we've loved doing like the, the weed circles. And so we want to kind of like expand that to more like recorded things so that you can give your rotted takes to the world. Um, yeah, like- so like bring them on, bring on the misinformation. This is season two. We're entering, fucking- we're entering season two. of. <laughs> we are. We are. <gasps> Wait. This was this was the twentieth episode, so like yeah, this is this is episode. Oh my God. This is episode twenty, and this is we started in March of last year. We did. Yeah, isn't our first? Isn't episode our, one one Pisces? Or I think, I think it's, it's I think it's I think April twenty twenty two is our first forecast, which means we would have released it at the end of March. Wait, wait, that's wait, wait, that's wild. No, that you're right, because it was around, yes. Yeah, April 2022 forecast, March 27th, 2022 was the first episode. That's so sweet. So it's been a year. Our next episode will be our, like, our one-year episode. Wow. Wow. I love you both. It has been. It's so nice. It's so nice to chat about astrology and not to feel the pressure of like making predictions for people and mm, being like, yeah. this is what's gonna happen. Just like chill, relax. Just vibe. Just vibe. Vibe. <laughs> Just sprinkle, sprinkle a little cannabis. And it and it feels so fitting that we're closing out season one with a Saturn episode. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we should change the cover art. I'm gonna change the cover art. Oh yeah, we should update our picks. Yeah, it's oh, time. Cute. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else? Any last minutes? We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Next, for, our next we'll our be... next episode will be uh, air season. season. So wow. Oh my god! And I can. We're literally talking in uh, class right now about like. Ayanamsha and like the tropical versus the sidereal zodiac. So it will be a perfect Ooh. spot to talk about that and give a little mini lesson for Fun. people that are strictly one or the other. This is we've we've now also done from our like sign based uh forecast instead of our monthly forecast, we've now done a tropical fixed mutable and we're back to tropical. Um so yes. it's exciting. Look at this. It is exciting. Time does continue to move. It does. It's wild. <laughs> uh, I love the involvement of things. <laughs> That's so cute. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for listening. 
Have a good day, everybody. Good luck with Saturn and Pisces. Good luck. Good luck. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>